What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Everyone is Cancelled, episode 75, Space in My Boo-Boo Tummy. Boo-Boo Tummy? I have a boo-boo tummy today. That is accurate. It doesn't feel very good. Now I know what it's like for women to be in labor. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I even feel like I maybe had a slight headache the other day. <laughs> I really... Now, if only women knew what it was like for a man to have a cold, maybe they would have sympathy for us. <laughs> <laughs> you think labor's bad. <laughs> you know, I don't know, but from what I hear, it seems like it's, you know, it's not a chill experience. This one time, I ate like one too many slices of pizza, and my tummy felt a little inflamed. And I'm like, if only women knew... The pain I'm going through right now, mm. they wouldn't complain about labor so much. <laughs> Did you create some social media post about this? No, no. No? No, it's an I epidemic. Like, I feel like a lot of men would really uh, resonate. Or sometimes when you eat too many cookies, <laughs> people have no idea the pains that we suffer. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? <laughs> the show is fictional. It's not real. Obey the laws in your country unless you're your doctor. And if your doctor approves... It's legal in your country, and you want to do it. Go fuck yourself. Space is not canceled. There's a new image released of the brand new, what is it called? The James Webb Space Telescope that was launched somewhat recently. And NASA released the first image of this telescope. You should look it up if you haven't already. First image. And what they're saying is that uh, the image showed various galaxies uh, shining around other galaxies whose light has been bent or gravitationally lensed. Uh, the NASA administrator, Bill Nelson, said. He said that if you held a grain of sand at the tip of your finger at arm's length, that is the part of the universe that you're seeing. Just one little speck of the universe. Meaning, if you held a piece of sand at arm's length and you looked at it, and pointed at the sky, whatever part of the sky that that grain of sand is covering from arm's length uh, is what they're talking about. That's the snapshot. Michaela made a great uh, note on that as well. It's like zooming into a pixel on the TV. Yeah, if you're standing inside of a big sphere that's an arm's length around you, basically, this is like one tiny pixel of that sphere of the you know of what we'd be able to see of the universe around us. I'm Dylan Randall. I'm Michaela McDonald. And you're listening to Everyone is Cancelled. Everyone is cancelled, everyone is cancelled, everyone is cancelled. I'm going to stop. That's great. It's a great song. <laughs> now you're going to hear the real song. So catchy. Everyone is cancelled, everyone is cancelled, everyone is cancelled, everyone is cancelled. Well, I'm glad you guys are here, and this image of the telescope is awesome. You know what really amazes me is you can see the galaxies, and you can see really in depth in a way that we've never seen before what they look like. But what amazes me is you're so zoomed in, right? What are the what are the faint specks in the background? What are those? What are those? <laughs> <laughs> what I'm struck by, I, I haven't spent a lot of time gazing upon this beautiful image, but... There's so many colors in it, and there's like there's like golds and almost like greeny yellows and blues. It's just amazing the color of all these. What galaxies is that? Is that what we're looking at? Yeah. It is so cool, and also let's just take a moment to acknowledge this trips me up 
every time I think about it. That light that we're seeing that was captured by this uh, tel- telescope? telescope? It's about what? One year old? It's old. It's old. It's so Two years old. old. It's like, no, it's older than you. I don't know about that. <laughs> You're bigger than time. Bigger than time. <laughs> no, but it's old light. And so it's cool what to think What are we light. talking, millions of years? I don't, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I'd have to... 428,238,178 years old is every single one of them. Is that what you... No. That's not right. That's incorrect. That was a lot of numbers, though. You talk, you talk real pretty when That's you talk numbers. That's the first numbers. time I... <laughs> I've used a number on this show, I think. I'm learning to count, everybody. You Bear do, with me. He's doing so good, you guys. He's really been studying. <laughs> but gonna... anyway, it's old light, and so it's like we're seeing a snapshot of the old version of this. Who knows what's going on now? It could be a more crowded universe on that little grain speck of sand of what's out there. It could be a much emptier. I mean, I don't know. It could be more spread out. It could be more condensed. I, I don't know. Listen, I, I know you fuckers like fun analogies, so look at the, look at it this way. If there was an alien... That was millions of light years away from us. If they had a powerful enough telescope and they looked at our Earth right now, they would see the dinosaurs roaming the Earth. Oh, that's fun. That's I mean, fun. I don't know if that's accurate timeline-wise because we don't know how far away well, they'd be. What, but there okay. might be some alien out there. 40 years ago away. when there was T-Rex fighting cavemen, <laughs> if you were 40 light years away and you had a telescope, accuracy, you would see the dinosaurs with their freaking lasers on their heads. I just wanted the sharks with the freaking lasers on their heads. <laughs> the laser beams. No, but that's such a fun point. That's such a fun... It, I think it's cool to make it personal to us and our world. It and, is personal. I've known many very good-natured dinosaurs. A lot of us were friends, so it's a very personal thing for me. No, I, that's great. I'm so glad. But to talk about our planet and how it could be perceived by other intelligent... He was a great dinosaur, perhaps the greatest dinosaur of all. I really respected him. He did many great things. Billions and billions of years ago, he roamed the earth. And you know what? They said global warming was happening back then when the dinosaurs roamed. And I'll tell you what, they just got really, really big. The plants were really, really big. Very, very healthy. Very healthy planet. Dylan and I were talking about dinosaurs the other day, and we were like, what if T-Rex basically just was like a chicken? Like... Like, what if there were wings off of those teeny arms? There's a story behind this. So I showed Michaela a meme that showed the skeleton of a rabbit. And it looks like this terrifying creature. And the meme said, <laughs> it, it showed this ter- this terrifying graphic of a made-up fictional creature that looked like a little dinosaur. And it said, if scientists had to predict what a rabbit looked like based on its skeleton. <laughs> so we went from there. It's like, what if the T-Rex was just by, a bunch of just... Fucking chickens running around. Yeah, what if it's just like actually really cute and it just has a huge head and teeny tiny arms? And it likes to cuddle. And it likes to cuddle. Or it's like one of those chickens that has all the feathers, like like the big fluffy head of <laughs> feathers. <laughs> but then, it, you know, it's, it's chill. It just also has like an insane amount of sharp teeth. Yeah. I think it's all workable. Dogs are cute and adorable and they've got lots of sharp teeth. You ever seen those meme, those, those old graphic images of the giant taking chickens taking over the earth? No, they're like bigger yeah. than like they're they're like Godzilla-sized chickens, but they're chickens and they're <laughs> picking they're pecking the people. <laughs> like they're little worms. Or yeah, something. <laughs> they're pretty great. You guys should look it up if you haven't seen that. Anyway, space is cool. That was fun. Space is not canceled. I'm glad they are 
moving past the Hubble Space Telescope. That thing's pretty aged at this point, mm. pretty dated. Mm. What we are talking about, the main subject tonight, is Elon Musk deciding that he's going to, what looks like, pull out of the Twitter deal, which is... Or try to. Or try to. There's a $1 billion fine that he would have to pay if he pulled out. Um, That's just 144th of what he would get back. Right? I don't know if he's even paid it yet. So Well, right, but it, it's like he could save himself $43 billion. Yeah, out of his, what, $300 billion? So <laughs> the deal is, is that the contract, apparently, allegedly, this is all fictional, you know, look it up yourself. Apparently, the contract said, it stipulated that he had, he, they needed to provide a certain amount of things for them, data points, information, and then they just started firing people, like really important people, as this deal was going on. Almost like, and then they were, Elon Musk alleged, he alleged that they reported only 5% of account users were bots, and he felt like they were withholding information of the company. So Elon Musk, from what I've seen, alleges that they started firing important people without his permission. They weren't sharing internal company information, data points with him. And so he, what, is he basically paying $44 billion for a name and a shell of a company and they just destroy it before it gets to him? Mm. That's what it sounded like what was going on. That's a good point. It sounds like that's what was going on. So it kind of begs the, the, the point, what is free press? And that's what we want to talk about today. Ooh. What's free press? What's the meaning of free press? Why did Elon Musk want to buy Twitter? Mm. Why do Michaela and I watch something called Daily Wire now? Doesn't mean we're crazy right wingers or what they what, what do they call it alt right alt right alt right conspiracy theorists. It's like you call somebody that alt right and automatically it's like, well they're fucking crazy. <laughs> well, don't you want some kind of like proof that they're no 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 somebody called them alt right. I, I, that's all the proof. Well, that person with the purple <laughs> hair right there, that per- that person with the purple hair said that somebody was alt right. I really believe them. Mm-hmm. I re- they, they look very qualified. Not mentally at all. And, you know, in fact, they screamed so loudly that it made me feel like the truth was even more true. The louder the scream, the more I believe it. Anyways, we're watching something called Daily Wire because it has something called truth in it. It's just truthful. It's it's really not even biased. I mean, they admit the biases that they have. But to me, in my opinion, it's just a pretty truthful program. And and it's been making us wonder what free press is. Yeah. What yeah. what? What do you think about it so far? Well, first off, I just want to say I think you tied in the Twitter stuff so well to this. That was beautiful. A little moment of podcasting magic right there. Um, And let's see. Daily Wire. I'm enjoying it thoroughly. I kind of got it for us as like part of a birthday gift to myself slash us um, back in June, which was awesome timing because it was right before they upgraded their whole platform to include... All this stuff with Jordan Peterson, all of this kid content, and then this incre- this ongoing, growing library. Who else of- is in here? Candace Owens, Ben Shapiro, mm-hmm. Andrew Clavin. Mm-hmm. Michael Knowles. Michael Knowles. Who else? Matt Walsh. Matt Walsh. He made the hip documentary, the biggest documentary of 2022, What is a Woman? Yeah, and we that was one of the main reasons we um, got really excited about Amazing subscribing. Amazing film. I've, I, you know, I watched dozens of reaction videos to that on YouTube. And so I'd seen numerous clips, but seeing the whole thing top to bottom was excellent. 
and highly recommend it. Um, I'd say that that film alone is mm-hmm. worth a subscription. Yeah, yeah. And, and they have so many different options for how you subscribe. And they have lots of discounts floating around out there. And, you know, it's, it's just an exciting platform to see. Because to me, even beyond free press, I feel like it is just bringing more balance and more um, variety to the ideas that are being circulated. In, in America and, and even the world, I know people from abroad listen into a lot of these shows. So it's like they've gathered all these really smart, really um, intelligent, that was redundant, but you know, it's really, really super duper smart. No, they people. were smart, but they were also intelligent. <laughs> but they're, and they're all together being super smart and intelligent, talking to us, talking to each other. It's pretty great. Yeah. So what is it? It's basically like a, uh, like a Netflix. I wouldn't call it that. It's it's interesting because it's kind of like it's got all these podcasts that are in video form. It's got all of these um, like talk sh- talk kind of talk shows. It also has just like audio and and so just audio format. But then it has movies too. We also watched Terror on the Prairie, which was Gina kind of, Carano. Gina Carano's like big comeback after Disney canceled her, and it was very raw and very good. And they have such am- like strong ambitions to really create entertainment that isn't um, sculpted by kind of the more liberal forms of the media. And so I'm really excited to see what they do. I just, it feels like there's a lot of energy there. There's a lot of positivity and there's a lot of passion. I think partly because I feel like all of these people who are contributing to it. Oh, Brett Cooper. She has, um, she has a show with Daily Wire, the comment section with Brett Cooper and her YouTube channel has grown like just in four months, she has over seven hundred thousand subscribers, which is very scandalous. Do? What does she do? What do you I'm mean? On the show, explain. Oh, explain what oh, it is. hers is more of like a youth culture kind of centric show, but she's looking at things that are really popular on Twitter, basically Twitter, maybe TikTok as well, of just things that people are really talking about. And so she'll talk about kind of these trends that are happening there, and then she'll look at the comment section, and she's just reflecting on all of it and and sharing her thoughts, and it's refreshing and she's fierce but what I was going to say is all these people I can feel how much passion they have because I feel the mission behind all of it of really wanting to bring truth to the forefront and bring this emphasis on the health of America and the well-being of you know keeping our freedoms intact like that's I feel that behind all of them and they have different perspectives and they bring on lots of people with different perspectives too they do lots of interviews but it just feels like there's this Oh, there's just something so refreshing about it. It's it's incredible, and I feel the bravery in all of them too. It's very inspiring. Why do you watch. think that they needed to make their own platform to to release this stuff? Is it because there's a wave now of places like Twitter that are just censoring? Like Jordan Peterson right. just got censored on Twitter. Right. Yeah. It's inter- it was the same day that they announced it was June 29th was the seven year anniversary of the Daily Wire becoming like a company. And it's also the day that they announced that Jordan Peterson, like his whole library of lectures is going to be on there. And then a new series that he's doing about dragons, monsters, and men, I think, Mm -hmm. um, it's going to be on there. And it was the same day that he was, um, canceled or blocked or whatever that is banned, banned on Twitter. And, uh, and the, you know, the only way for him to be unbanned is to delete his comment. He's like, I'm never going to do that. He is so fierce. You know, I really feel like when I look back at my own evolution of opening up to other ideas than what the kind of dominant left perspective has been about, he was an important piece in the puzzle. It's not like he was there at the very beginning because I had my own questions at the beginning, but 
he and just some of his talks on on um, free speech really resonated for me. And I was like, oh, man. And it was kind of uncomfortable to hear him saying things because it felt like it was going so against the normal narrative, the normal quote-unquote narrative of the liberal bubbles I was living in. But I was like, wait a second. That is important. Wait. I do see why he doesn't want to just change, you know, the pronouns he's using because it might be offensive to somebody. Like, because that has bigger impact. If we're not allowed to communicate and use the words that suit us, then how are we able to ever talk about what's real or make productive conversation? Yeah. So what I'm hearing is that free press is important and the press isn't so free right now. They were put in such a corner where there was so much censorship that they had to make their entire own platform. And the thing is, is uh, not every company is taking up their platform. We had to get a Roku just to download the app. I think Google has it, Roku has it. Seems and like a lot have it. Apple Plus has Apple it. Apple Plus, but those are the only three. I don't even know what all the other ones would be. Well, yeah. I mean, our, our smart TV has every app out there. It doesn't have Daily Wire. Oh, interesting. You know what I mean? A lot of people just use yeah. smart TVs with the internal programming in it. Right. Whatever company that is. That's what a lot of people use. Most TVs come with it now, and Daily Wire is not on there. Hmm. And there's really no excuse for that. Mm. You know, it, they're, 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 they're kind of trying to block this from getting out. If they're so wrong about what they're putting out, why do they want to block anybody from hearing it? Yeah. And that's the whole idea with Twitter. This is the whole reason Elon Musk wanted to buy Twitter yeah. was for a free press. That was his reasoning from what yeah. I've read. So why are they f- allegedly fucking up the company as he buys it? It's like, it's like they're... Firing the people who made the company better, possibly, or at least people that he could question on how to run the place. Right. They're not. They're they're allegedly withholding information from him. Yeah, it's like it feels like they're burying the story. They're burying the truth of everything. Also, I you know I I wonder. I don't know how accurate this is because he is going through a lot of effort right now. But I wonder if he's basically it's a threat more than a reality, and he's just like you guys need to focus up and and give me the things I'm asking for. This isn't acceptable. I'm not just gonna give you forty four billion dollars if you don't play a game. Play play the game. You know. Yeah. So, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know if that's really what's going on. But it seems like, um, you know, when you're comfortable <laughs> with being in lawsuits and you kind of understand how all that works, you can use them to your advantage to kind of, you know, help people focus up and, and feel kind of the weight of natural logical consequences in a certain way. So Yeah, I hope he takes him to court if that's what he wants to do. Because, you know, if they are allegedly doing these things, it's unacceptable. We need a free press. So I want to keep this episode short. I just want to talk about what makes a press free and why a free press is important in the first place. Mm-hmm. You know, you have stars nowadays talking about like fucking LeBron James talking about how free speech may not be the best thing. Are you fucking kidding me right now? Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what I mean? A lot of people, including the NBA, allegedly, are getting big payments from China. Hollywood gets big payments from China. You have her own stars talking about how great China is and how bad America is. And apologizing to China if they offend them. Apologizing to China, yeah. So censorship is on the rise. Freedom is on the downfall. So I really like the Daily Wire because I think it represents freedom. I think it represents a free press. What I hear on there is just truth, statistics, 
calm, cool-headed individuals having calm, cool-headed, free discussions. And it's so refreshing to hear people be able to talk again, to not live in fear. Yeah. You know. I will, you know, I wouldn't say it's all calm and cool-headed. I think people a lot of those Well, there's passion, but folks, there's no yeah, ra- passion. There's no blind ignorant rage. No. 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 Which seems to be the left's way right. of 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 talking to people. Right. You know. Yeah, it's very it's very very different and it's and it's not it's not as emotionally based. It's more looking at the bigger picture and the bigger impact that these laws or decisions have or these trends or these, you know, cultural norms have on our entire society. So, yeah, there's but I feel like one of the things I like is that they are so passionate that they're not just like blase and boring. Right. They're passionate, but calm and cool and yeah. No, they I, are passionate. That That's too. a good point. I'm glad you, know, you make that point. Yeah, I, I, it, there's dynamism there. There's humor. I mean, I just the quality of it. Let's. I just want to take a moment to acknowledge the quality of it is incredible. So, basically, I don't know. Maybe half of this episode is just an ad for Daily Wire, but I'm available for that. I think that. It feels to me. It also feels so good to be putting money towards a company that I really, I really trust, and I really, I, I care about what they're trying to share. And it feels so much better than, um, you know, putting money towards other platforms that are basically trying to sell out our country. Well, you vote with your wallet, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of these major platforms have two hundred million subscribers. Daily Wire is coming up to a million. You vote with your wallet. Mm-hmm. They're trying to save this country. Other companies are. It legitimately looks like they at this point the point is to just to just destroy the country's uh, fabric. Mm-hmm. It really feels that way now. Yeah. You have DAs being bought out allegedly, and then fucking just letting all the criminals out. Like in in Los Angeles, you have the city council literally defunding the police, and then and then they hire the police as private security to protect them. This is literally happening in Los Angeles, and they board up barbed wire and raise walls and hire private security from LAPD to protect the city council as they defund it from all the neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. And it's rising in crime. And District Attorney Gascon in Los Angeles is literally letting out violent criminals. Well, if you look at a story, the Netflix CEO who backed District Attorney Gascon, allegedly, well, it looks like the news story shows that his wife's mother, so his mother-in-law, was killed in a and e breaking and entering some criminal that was let out of prison by Gascon killed the guy's mother-in-law. So the Netflix CEO pays to have the uh, district attorney Gascon put in the office. Gascon lets criminals out. It kills his own mother-in-law when he broke into her house. They're destroying the streets and city council just hires the cops that they they defund to, to protect them. And what they're doing is they're sitting and waiting. It's a waiting game. They sit, they wait, they pass the law. And they wait for the city around them to burn as the people that are no longer protecting the streets protect them. What do you think they're waiting for? The city to burn. They're waiting for pure destruction. At this point, it's, it's clear. There's no other option. Other there, There's no other rational thought about it. Mm. They're literally destroying the city mm. and waiting for it to, right. to burn. So almost like letting, letting us you know, devour ourselves. And then they can reset? They can build from there? Uh, no, they don't want to build. I, I believe that they're totally and inherently corrupt and part of a global world order plan. Mm. I believe that these people uh, lead back to much darker minds. I think the point is to destroy America mm. and for a one world order. Mm. There's no building back from this, not with these people. 
Well, I, I guess what I imagine is even if it was a globalist regime that they'd want to create, you know, some some form of structure for... I see what you're saying. Their, yeah, bring us on our knees. ...to live in, you know. But they don't want us to have freedom. That world looks like no freedom of speech. You don't own anything. Mm-hmm. Charles Schwab said it, mm-hmm. right, from the National Economic... Or the Global world, Economic... World Economic Forum. World Economic Forum. Charles Schwab said that mm-hmm. in 2030, you will own nothing and be happy. That's the point. That's a really intense article. It takes a little oomph to find it, but I think it was originally a Forbes article about um it's about the reset the global reset but i read the whole thing and it was really interesting and um part of it is that there's no privacy you're constantly surveyed because they're even like your space that you would live in the dream is that if you're not in that space they know because you've left that space and then they can have somebody else use that space while you're not there so it's like there's this like it sounds like this horrifying overcrowding of just people like sharing spaces in this intricate web that's all AI based and like I'm sure they get excited about it being super efficient but it sounds like horrible to me I mean there's just there's no true freedom and and all and I imagine social credit would go along with that it just it gets really bad really fast in my mind yeah that's what this is working towards build what is so you can or destroy what is so you can build what uh you want from and, the rebel. And and also, I know I say this all the time, but to bring it back to this idea of like an abusive relationship, it's like to create all these problems and make the other, make the person the victim, quote unquote, in the situation. And not that I really believe in victims, but that the victim in the situation feels like, oh my gosh, I, I'm in such a bad situation. I This is so terrible and I need all these things. And then you come in and you rescue them. A lot of times the, the villain in that situation will both create the problem and then also act as if they're the rescuer. And I see that. That's what I really see on a global level. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, there's all these issues that we created, but don't worry about it. Let us come in and save you by you giving us uh, <laughs> more control. And that that's just, oof, man. That's exactly what I see happening in Los Angeles. Mm. They're destroying it's like, everything. It's, like a, it's a kind of a peak state <laughs> of that whole reality. Yeah, and I don't know how people can vote for these idiots. I really don't at this point. Yeah. The city's falling apart. I and wonder then, what they tell themselves, the people who live in L.A. and still vote Democratic. They ask you if you have your seventh booster. That's what they do. Mm. Have, you had your, uh, have you had your 17th booster? <laughs> your city is burning. You live in a tiny little shed. Everyone is in a recession. There's a global food shortage. And you literally just asked me. that. The first question on your mind was, did I have my booster? That's where their minds are at. They are that fucking far gone. Mm-hmm. And to that, I say, fuck you and snap out of it. You're, you're not being American. Mm-hmm. You fucking turd. So... We, we need what? to get aggressive and, it, you it, know, it, legally and vocally and patriotically aggressive on radio shows and to our friends. Snap out of it. Wake the fuck up. Well, it comes back to free press, though, because it's like the people who say that, I, I know one, for example, they've never even heard contradictory ideas. They, all they hear, it's like that's the thing about propaganda. It's, a, it's, it's stronger when... Every platform is saying the same thing when there's no other narrative because it basically shuts down our curiosity and our critical thinking because we're like, oh, well, everywhere I go, this this must be a fact because this is all I'm hearing about this. 
And that's part of what I value about the free press is that life isn't messy. Life isn't isn't tidy. It's messy. And so like when when we can see all the different things that are going on and all the different perspectives and, and also know the data and the facts and the truth of what's going on, we can start to try to make sense of it and make educated decisions. But when we're just following along with what we're being told by media corporations that are being controlled, that clearly have alter, alternate interests, you know, pharmaceuticals, et cetera, it gets, it gets so skewed. And so once again, that's what I love about the Daily Wires. It's, it's another, it's just another voice in there. It's not just saying all the same bullshit. It's, they're talking about real data, real facts. They're interviewing people who have been canceled. The guy who, who invented the mRNA vaccine, he was canceled because he was like, hey, you guys, I feel like we should, maybe we shouldn't She's mandate it. Dr. Robert Malone, who's <laughs> on uh, the Daily Wire. Yeah, I really agree with this. Uh, I really appreciate everyone who's listening to this. When I call people turds, I'm not trying to make people violent towards them. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody's trying to do that. Nobody with a logical mind. And it doesn't mean that they inherently are turds. They're just fucking acting like turds. And you know what? Everybody here's probably acted like a turd from mm-hmm. one time or another. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's honestly the people who've been there who can call it out the best. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's time to appreciate those that are in your circle. Like you guys listening right now. Mm-hmm. Guys and gals, I, I really appreciate you. My viewership has gotten pretty consistent. So I know you're listening at this point. Mm. And I really love you guys. And while we're here, I keep forgetting to do this. If you love the podcast, if it means something to you, uh, I'd really encourage you to rate it on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Give it Leave a rating. A review. Leave a review. It, it means a lot. And, I, and I, used, I didn't used to ask for this, but when I realized that it helps spread the message, it, it became beyond what I thought should be happening. It, it becomes important. So yeah. share it with your friends if you feel inclined to do so, if it means something to you. Mm-hmm. You know, I love you guys. If, if Spotify, I think you can rate them on Spotify now. I think that's a new feature. Yeah. Do me a favor and rate me on Spotify as well. Whatever you're listening on, Amazon, do them all. Hey, if you like the show enough, you can do it all. But I appreciate you guys. Uh, free press is important, and we need to be speaking up right now. Yeah. Uh, what was that example that Dr. Robert Malone talked about when oh, somebody... Oh, so good. It's so good. I want to so, leave off with that one. Yeah, yeah. So he was giving this example because he was talking about the value of standing up and saying no. And he was using this example of this old study that they did where um, participants were brought into a room where they were... It was some like dial. I'm probably going to botch this, but you'll get the gist of it. Where they were given like a dial or something that would administer an electric shock to somebody in another room that they couldn't see, but they could hear them. So they could hear their screams of pain. Um, And then there was somebody like a physician, you know, in a white coat, very official, very authoritative, would come in and say, I need you to, you know, press the button that's going to administer this electric shock. And then they asked them to continuously increase the, the voltage of electricity, basically making it more painful. And a lot of people, I, I forget, I think it was, it was like 60 60% of people 60%. would do it and continuously up to fatal levels of volt, of high voltage electricity. And I don't actually think there was somebody else in the other room. I forget. No, it was a recording, I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, but if they could see that other people were being asked to do the same thing and weren't doing it, that dropped significantly, maybe by like another, maybe down to 20%, only 20% would do it or something like that. Yeah, I think it, it dropped significantly. <laughs> when somebody saw just one other person stand up mm-hmm. and, and say, say no. no, I'm not doing this, uh-huh. fuckhead, uh-huh. 
so many other people basically dropped it on the on the ground. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden you go from the majority of people harming people mm-hmm. to it being a vast minority of people harming people. Yeah. We can handle a minority of people harming people. That's what prison's for. Well, and also it's even I think it's even beyond people harming people. I mean, ultimately I think that is the result, but it's people feeling brave enough, feeling bold enough, drawing on the strength of their group, which I actually want to say this when you're thanking your fans, it's like, and thanking your listeners. I know you draw on that collective and their strength to help you be strong. And I feel that with, you know, free press of hearing people being strong. I, I draw strength from that. It helps me to feel more comfortable speaking my mind. And, and Robert, Dr. Robert Malone was really underscoring the importance of that, that we need to draw on that strength and we need to be strong so that we can help others be strong as we say no, as we say, that's not right, this is what's right, or whatever it may be. Yeah, so even if you're in a group of friends and they're all talking about how they don't want free speech and they hate... Uh, they hate themselves because they're white. Or whatever it is. Yeah, all these crazy propagandic propositions going on right now. You know, if you stand up and you are outnumbered and they bombard you, you know what? They're going to notice you did that. And it's not really necessarily about what happens then. You're planting a seed. You're showing that, no, not everybody goes along with this. And that's going to plant a seed in every single one of them. And that's going to spread. So just know that it's not about the outcome. When you do the right thing, the right thing is going to happen. When you trust in God and you have that bravery and you say, no, I don't stand for this. I'm done being quiet. I'm done being quiet listening to you. If your job's pressuring you, I know it's an income, but I believe that doing the right thing will lead you to the right place. Mm. And that's not okay. They cannot hold a salary over your head for their political beliefs that have nothing to do with your job Mm -hmm. that are dangerous. These political beliefs have been shown to be dangerous. Look at the BLM riots and how many people were killed during those, how many, the middle class was basically destroyed. Mm -hmm. A police station was destroyed. It's dangerous. These these yeah. these mindsets are dangerous. So it's 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 time to speak up. You know, be courageous. Talk about what you believe in because believe it or not, it has a huge impact. Yeah, I think if 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 I hadn't been exposed to people, that number of people I have been exposed to who are speaking up for things, one, I wouldn't even know about this other perspective. Two, I also wouldn't feel brave enough to stand up against people who want to paint me in a negative light because I no longer agree with their perspectives. And so I'm so grateful to all the people who have gone before me, who have been brave, who have done these these bold things, and I'm honored to get to be one of them now, you know. And and it's an ongoing journey. Yeah. Yeah, we're in a time right now where you can't even have pride for being an American. If that's where you are, I know I have a lot of global listeners, and this affects you wherever you are. This is a global struggle for good. Mm-hmm. Good and evil reside everywhere, even in the universe. So wherever you are, I wish you well. You know, we wish you well. Was that a tiny shout-out to potential aliens? Wherever you are in the universe. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. <laughs> good. Yes. Good. As you were. Perfect. Love you guys. <laughs> Love you gals. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to Everyone's Canceled. Uh, check out Daily Wire. Seriously, check it out. Help them reach a million subscribers. They may be there already. Awesome, awesome, awesome network. Yeah. And if you can't afford the budget for it, check out their YouTube channels. A lot of those hosts, you know, have podcasts, have YouTube channels. And so that also helps them grow if you subscribe on there. Just give them a chance. Yeah. Give them a chance. They're awesome. Mm-hmm. And you know what? 
I can guarantee canceling these subscriptions to these other not-so-great streaming platforms that are pushing these agendas would be well worth the substitution for paying for Daily Wire. Mm -hmm. That's where we're at. Mm -hmm. So you guys take care. Have a great week. Appreciate you joining us. And I'll see you next time when everyone is canceled. My boy. I don't know, but from what I hear, it seems like it's, you know, it's not a chill experience. This one time I ate like one too many slices of pizza and my tummy felt a little inflamed. And I'm like, if only women knew Mm. the pain I'm going through right now, Mm. they wouldn't complain about labor so much. (laughs)